Hello, and welcome to Pastamania, your wrestling time capsule, where we are looking back through the rise of Daniel Bryan. I am your host, Adam, joined as always by Jesse. What's up? And noobs. Oh, hey there. How you guys doing? It's, I mean, we, you know, you doing all right? Just football I happening? Mean, I mean, yeah, no, um, good to get, date this good episode, we just, we just yeah. watched the Saints um, get robbed get and... <laughs> Get robbed they got robbed point. so bad, but it's just like it's amazing. Like, it must suck losing it to a game because of a bad no call. Yeah, it, it must really like, suck. Like you used to. I know you've never no felt call. that way being a Vikings fan. Yeah, man. like I mean, it, imagine it like, must really so, suck. I just I really feel bad, bad no for them because that's a and, new experience. Yeah, that not many people get they, to witness. Imagine <laughs> if they lost to like eight or nine bad no calls. I, I yeah, <laughs> and then they oh got fined God. because they were cheating throughout the entire season. God, yeah. that's just yeah. such a bad it's, idea. It's a bummer. What happens when Shawn Michaels is a special guest referee? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> <dumb. laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I'm about the same. You know, watch football and. Hope the hope the Chiefs can win. I like the, I like yeah. the Patriots, but I, I think it'd be cool. <laughs> I like Patrick bats. Mahomes a lot. <laughs> Go um, not Patriots. Woo. Uh, we are here to watch Hell in a Cell, or we have watched Hell in a Cell 2013. Uh, I want to say 2014, because in my notes I have 2014, and that would have yeah, been the second time I made that mistake today. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was like, the I, I said it went... to Jesse earlier, and he was like, wait. 24 I mean, okay, fucked. <laughs> I mean to, to be fair the pay-per-view felt so long that it felt like 2014 had already come by 20 although in the 2014 like 2014 hell in a cell is is giveth and taketh away you get rollins versus ambrose in hell in a cell during like their yeah. incredible post-shield feud but you also get orton versus cena in hell in a cell <laughs> yeah boy um, that's uh yeah that's so a bad i have one. no i have no doubt news that it felt long for you but like for some reason it didn't feel long for me and i think it's because there's about three matches i actively wished would go by faster and it felt like they did yeah this is a it's a weird show uh it was october 27th uh, yeah october 27 2013 the number one song in the country was royals by lord i like that song no. i didn't like that song when i first heard it but yeah it grew uh, on I, me for sure. Yeah, it grew on me. I think it's because when I first heard it, it was like on just regular pop radio, so it was around a lot of other bat, like much worse songs. And yeah. like hearing it on its own, I was like, "Oh, this is actually pretty good." Uh, the number one movie I had, I did not know this movie was this old. Uh, this movie feels like it came out like three or four years ago. Uh, Jackass presents Bad Grandpa. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I remember seeing I that, that movie was older than that, honestly. Dude. I remember seeing that in theaters, and honestly, wow. oh, noobs. It, I mean, I, I saw all the Jackass movies in theaters. One like, the best, I, I'm a one, sucker for those films. One of the best movie going experiences I've ever had. I went with my uncle to see Jackass 3 in theaters. He it's, got advanced tickets. It was a special showing on a, like a Tuesday night in a college town in oh, oxford God. and so it was in oxford and so it was just me and him and a bunch of college kids and i was like 20 at the time because he came out in 2010 so i was like 20 and he just like he was like listen i got these tickets and i got nobody else that would want to go and i know you'd want to go one of the best movie mm -hmm. going experiences i've ever been to because it was just filled with people just laughing their asses off and going yeah. crazy it was that, so good that noobs yeah if you're such a sucker for jackasses hurting each other and laughing about it why do you hate the saints ha 
Ooh, that's a good one. That's, that's a very good. good Thank one. you. I'm on a roll. I'm sure uh, I'll fuck up later. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> very not weird flex of... there, but okay. Don't hit <laughs> your shoulder. Not, not much of a note uh, when it comes to TV, except on October 27th, the day of this show, the final episode of Metalocalypse aired. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, R.I.P. He yeah. just wanted one more season. That's all he yeah. wanted. He still wants to come back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he was a. Uh, I think it was him. That I'm pretty sure Brendan Smaller creator was yeah. an on-screen um, uh, me- uh, medical guy on in WWE once, like a really? couple times. Like, yeah, uh... I'm either, it's either him or I'm mixing him up with one of the guys from Venture Brothers. Um, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. one of the one of those three, one of the two guys huh. from Venture Brothers or Brendan Small, they were like, like helping Public? Kane. Uh, yeah, that's it. I think that was it. But um, yeah, yeah. They, they were like helping uh, a Kane storyline and got choke slammed or something, <laughs> and I always thought That's that weird. was interesting. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the uh, other thing about this show, yes, that just I honestly cry about just because I'm that attached to this shit. Yeah. Freaking the Stone Temple Pilots with Chester Bennington yeah. out no, of time I was song. That up. That, I was like, when I heard when it, that I was came like, oh, up, Chester. I was like, I was like, wow, there's a lot of sadness. <laughs> there's a lot. Go through yeah. on this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I course, the same thing. Temple pilots. I, I feel like they probably think they're cursed, where they can't have new band members. Yeah, or at um, least new front men. Uh, to to bring the mood back up, uh, my friend Andy uh, back in the day played City of Heroes, and he made a hero that was like a big rock man, like the thing, and he named him Stone Temple Pilot. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. That's dope. That's a good name. Uh, Sounds like very Andy. <laughs> October 1st, the disastrous launch of GTA Online. Oh, oh uh, wow. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's easy to forget. GTA 5 is old. GTA 5 is five years old. Uh, yeah. October 11th, the first episode of The Wolf Among Us comes came out. R.I.P. Telltale. Wolf Among Us was great. Oh, wow. Uh, October 12th, Pokemon X and Y. October ah. 25th, Batman Arkham Origins. And October 29th, Battlefield 4, Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, and WWE 2K14. Oh, wow. Uh, like, they were promoting the shit out of... Yep. Every year, oh, the, Hell yeah. was, every year the Hell in a Soul pay-per-view was always presented by WWE 2K14. Um, that There's was a good point. Period, that was during the period where... I think it was 2012, 2013, 2014... Uh, Every one of those years, the WWE game and the Assassin's Creed game for that year came out on the same day. And it was always like the weirdest confluence. That's hilarious. Uh, we are at the American Airlines Arena in Miami, Florida, where when the Miami Heat played the Dallas Mavericks, the NBA Finals, the games were played at the American Airlines Arena in Miami and the American Airlines Center in Dallas. Hmm. Uh, in front of oh. only... In front of only about 9,000 people. Uh, I think it's because the stage set up for this show took up a lot of space. And yeah, it, it reduced big. the number of seats they could have. Because the ones they did have were... Like, it did not, there weren't big empty sections. Um, 212,000 people tuned in. But before we can get to this show, we have to go back in time. You know, we've skipped. Gotta go know? back in time. Yeah. Gotta go back to September. And I put some Earth, Wind, Fire on this soundboard. Okay, so <laughs> the aftermath of SummerSlam brought brought us the reign of the authority, which would continue on for literally fucking years. Steph, Triple H, Randy, and the Shield is in their muscle. 
Uh, Cody Rhodes dared to defy the authority, and he was put in a match with Randy. If Cody lost, which he did, he would be fired. Uh, cut a great promo on his way out. Like, Byron Saxon or somebody was like, do you have anything to say? And he's just like, you know, was a, the, the McMahons have hated the Rhodes forever. My dad showed up and they put him in polka dots. My brother showed yeah. up and they put him in stupid makeup. So good. Uh, Gold, Goldust ended up showing back up to plead for Cody's job back. At Battleground, we had Cody and Goldust versus The Shield, which were Roman and Seth, with Dean and Dusty at ringside. If The Shield won, Cody and Goldust were fired and Dusty lost his job as a trainer at the Performance Center. Battleground was a dog shit show. There's a reason we're not watching it. It's one of the worst shows. Like, top, five, top bottom five WWE pay-per-views of the last decade. Like, but, we're talking December to December yes, bad? it's really bad. But Oh, I, I kind of want to watch it now. <laughs> but that Cody and Goldust versus The Shield match is one of the best matches of that year. Uh, it's, it's, the whole show's bad, but man, that Cody and Goldust versus The Shield match is incredible. Uh, Dusty gives the bionic elbow to Dean Ambrose. It's amazing. Mm. Uh, on October 14th, Cody and Goldust defeated The Shield to reign, to get the tag team titles with a, with some assist by Big Show, who is, uh, a thorn in the side of the authority. That caused a number one contenders match between The Shield and The Usos to go to a no contest, so we have the triple threat tonight. Punk lost to Brock at SummerSlam, but his feud with Heyman lived on. And that is champions. Punk fought Heyman and Curtis Axel, a new Paul Heyman guy. Curtis Axel was the former Michael McGillicuddy who was the runner-up to one of the seasons of NXT. He was never good. And he, because he had a name, because he was, because he's called Michael McGillicuddy. Where can you go? Your name is Michael McGillicuddy. You're not getting over. It doesn't matter Michael what Michael McSilly, putty. Now is the moment that will be known as the moment as the beginning of the era of McGillicuddy. <laughs> um, Al. And, and, he uh. is, and he is the son of Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig, and the grandson of Larry the Axe Hennig. So Paul Heyman comes out on Raw uh, that summer and announces uh, he has a new Paul Heyman guy. And everybody's wondering what it is. And then they like announce the repackaged Michael McGillicuddy as Curtis Axel. Curtis coming from his dad. Axel coming from wearing the axe and his grandfather. Uh, and he was a Paul Heyman guy. He ended up winning. It was actually a really nice moment. Uh, he won the IC title in 2013 on Father's Day. And like yep. his dad, like the IC title was his dad's title. And his dad really was the workhorse IC champion. It was a good moment. Uh, so... Um, Punk fought Heyman and Curtis Axel in a two-on-one handicap match at Night of Champions. Punk lost when Ryback came out and put Punk through a table, revealing that Ryback is a new Paul Heyman guy. Punk wrestled Ryback at Battleground, and after hitting Ryback with a low blow when the ref's back was turned, he won. Uh, which is funny, because that's how Punk beat Ryback at Hell in a Cell in 2012, except it was then-dirty ref Brad Maddox doing the dick-hitting. God... Del Rio had a two-pay-per-view program with Rock Van Dam, getting DQ'd at United Champions and beating him in a hardcore match at Battleground. On the October 7th episode of Raw, Del Rio tried to get SmackDown GM Vicky Guerrero to name him the face of the WWE, since he was the only world champion in the company. We'll get to why in a moment. And during a match with his former valet, Ricardo Rodriguez, later in the show, Vicky announced that at Hell in a Cell, he would be facing John Cena, which is bonkers! And I thought was some kind of swerve because when he left with his elbow injury the night after SummerSlam, like they said he, months, he had a torn. I looked up recovery for a torn tricep. When you tear your tricep, you are expected to get full. St you're expected to get back to 100% strength and mobility in your elbow after a year. You're expect like 
it's four to six months before you can really start like putting pressure on the elbow and working the elbow out with a torn tricep. He was up and for two that months. Video, didn't that video scene that said it was like God. two weeks and he started putting pressure and shit on there? Well, no. Yeah, was, like it, when it, the doctor said after eight weeks, start doing it. Yeah. It's like the motherfucker is yeah. a superhero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's terrifying. Yeah, like it was, it was assumed earliest he would be back. Earliest, best case would be the Rumble. Best case. He yep. might miss WrestleMania. And... Yeah. And then in the main event, Daniel Bryan had a rematch for the WWE title with Randy Orton at Night of Champions. He won the match, but evil ref Scott Armstrong gave him a fast count as he was in the authority's pocket. This ended up with him getting fired and Daniel getting stripped of the title. At Battleground, they wrestled and got one of the worst pay-per-view finishes ever. We talked about it last time. Big Show came out and punched out everybody and it was a big no contest. Moving on. So we get a Hell in a Cell match tonight. With HBK as a special guest referee, which is an interesting wrinkle because he's still a big baby face and Triple H is still a heel. And he trained yep. Daniel Bryan. So Daniel has this like student mentor connection with him, but Triple H is still his best friend and he has loyalty. It's an interesting thing to add to the match. With all of that out of the way, we are caught up. It is time to start the show. Uh, we begin with a video package about the Hell in a Cell, all horror movie ish with lots of footage of Mick Foley being chucked about. Yeah, it's like clearly something clearly something's wrong with these matches. Let's just keep putting our talent yeah. through it. Let's just keep yeah, going. Like, Why not? Yeah, you have mm-hmm. like interviews of Edge just being like, yeah, you don't come out of those matches the same. And just like, all right, we got two of them tonight, so let's go. Uh, yeah, let's, let's fucking do it. Yep. Pyro fire Break and them. a cool looking stage setup welcome us to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is but- directly into the action. Yes. The only thing I dislike, I understand the reasoning of why they're doing it. But it's just like nothing says hell in a cell like a pink middle rope. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's October. I, yeah, uh, I understand. Let Sim like, Brisk answer yeah. to hell. <laughs> by by promoting an awareness program. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Out first are the tag team champions, which are kind of annoying. Cody Rhodes and Goldust. Um, Not Cody Rhodes and Goldust. I want to bring something up annoying. super quick. Yeah. Uh, the champion came out every match. First. Yes, it did. Every single champion came out first. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was weird. Uh, with so C- Cody Rose and Goldust come out with a not good mashup of Cody and Goldie's music. You but, kidding like, me? I thought I thought this was great. Like, I, I, I think it kind of sucks, but I really like it. Like I don't think it gels well, but I'm glad they did it. I'm I'm a sucker for a tag team mashup theme, even but if it, it doesn't beautiful. work, even if it clashes. I really like that it's done. I I, I enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, and then speaking of it going weird and then going kind of cool, like the Usos, like their yeah. intro, like I understand it, I get it, they're Samoan, but God, that I have the note of song went from weird to dope. I, I, um, <laughs> like this was right around the time they started doing the like Haka entrance. Uh, yeah, they got a gets, huge pop for this it, too. It ends oh, like they did, up, like. Like, like six months after that, th- this, they really hit their stride. I miss the, like, I love the new Usos, but man, their old Usos, like, the old, like, their entrance was so good. They came out and did the haka and everything. When we say Us, y'all say oh, and they jump, Pyro goes off, and that song kicks in. And that's a good song. Uh, yeah, wow. the song is yeah. amazing. I would love oh, to yeah. see when they do, like, a full-on, like, thug face turn, if they did the haka, like, in their yeah. current outfits. I think that'd yeah. be fun. I mean, I kind of think that's where they are now. 
It honestly, not it would look. It would look very. Yeah, but I want. It would look. It look very similar to uh, <laughs> what's his name? Um, fuck, fucking. Uh, this is going bad. Jason the Momoa? Aquaman guy. Jason yeah, Jason Momoa. Samoa doing yeah. it. It looked very Jason similar to Samoa. That. Yeah, related to yeah. Samoa. Joe. Jason Samoa. I don't yeah. care. But yeah, you know what I yeah. meant. Um, also, <laughs> oh my god! On their way to the ring, Michael Cole name drops tout. <laughs> yeah, did. God, they tried to do that. This is the only one for this show. This was around the time where they had decided that it wasn't worth it because Vine was starting up. Sierra Hotel, India Echo, Lima Delta, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns are out next coming through the crowd. Get well soon, Joe. Oh, hey. And Ray's on Roman the Reigns table. doesn't age. Roman doesn't. Reigns doesn't age at all. Uh, I love that, man. Get, anyway, we get a mini Steiner promo as Jerry tries to work out that Cody and Goldust have a 33% chance of retaining their titles tonight because triple threat. And he just kinda, I noticed <laughs> that. <laughs> he just kind of stumbles all over Oof. that. It's something. Uh, there's a lot of people that are related in this match. Cody and Goldust are brother, and so are Jimmy and Jay, obviously. But Roman, Roman is Jimmy and Jay's first cousin once removed so yeah. everybody's related here except for seth just thought yeah, that seth was is just that bastard child yep. <laughs> at this point the usos have yet to win the tag titles and they've been in the company around three and a half years yeah they've just like, been jobbers that entire time it's uh-huh. been very interesting yeah um some pretty solid wrestling early on roman steals a tag on one of the usos and grabs Goldust's legs when he gets too close to the ropes she'll take over rollins you know hits Kicks uh, Goldust's head on the side of the ring apron. What would happen if two Samoans headbutted each other? The world would explode. I feel like it would cause a singularity. Anyway, that's what I was thinking is Roman just had Goldust in a headlock. Uh, (laughs) Roman was so good at being a heel with the shield. Yes, he He was. was Fucking was. He was so good. Uh, I remember watching wrestling around this time. With my friend Mark, who'd been out of wrestling for a while, and we uh, watched a Gold Dust match. Huh? That's because you said Mark. Oh yeah. Oh hey. You said um, Mark, so I said ha. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was we watched. Bad. We watched the Gold Dust match. Mind to me. Okay. We watched the Gold Dust match, and he asked, "Oh man, that's cool. Who the guy playing Gold Dust?" I was confused. It's like the same <laughs> guy who always was, and he's like, "No, that's not Dustin Rhodes. Look at him. He's twenty years younger than Dustin, because he came into <laughs> this return in the best shape of his life and has done the best work of his career yep. in the five years and change since." Shout out to DDP Yoga and also Sabrina. I was going to say this is DDP, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Yoga Extreme. Goldust uh, takes out Roman with a DDT, but Roman tags Seth in before Goldust can get to his corner. Seth takes out Cody and tags in Roman, but Goldust low bridges Roman and sends him to the floor. Goldust dove for the Usos to get some tags, but the shield yanked them off of the ring apron right when Goldust gets there. It was really well done. And uh, uh, Roman much, covers Goldust, but Cody pretty much his whole up. Pretty much this whole match was well done. Yeah. Uh, God, yeah, Roman no, I love and, this match. Roman and Seth were such good heels. Roman taunts Goldust as Goldust attempts to get to his feet. Come on, old man. Get up, old man. Let's see what you got. So good. <laughs> Cody and Seth are... Le- or Reigns charges Goldust, and Goldust hits him with his beautiful scoop power slam. And then it's hot tag time. Cody and Seth are legal. Cody enters the match, bouncing off the top rope and delivering a gorgeous missile drop to get drop kick to Seth. 
before taking out Roman in the corner and then dodging an attack by Seth and scooping Seth into a sunset flip for a near fall. Cody hits a beautiful moonsault on a standing Seth Rollins, which you never see. Usually it's on a, like, a prone opponent. Cody gets Rollins to the top ropes and attempts to disaster kick him, but Jimmy Uso tagged himself in, and it's a bit of a schmoz now. Goldust and Roman get dumped on the outside and eat a suicide dive as Seth gets hit with the fallaway Samoan drop. Jimmy goes up to the top rope, but Rollins hits the rope to send him down. Cody tags in and attempts the crossroads, but Rollins counters and sets Cody up on the top rope, for, uh, setting up for a superplex. Cody takes over and superplex Rollins from the top rope to the outside onto Roman, Jay, and Goldust, which was awesome. Mm. Cody goes to cover Rollins, but Jimmy splashes the both of them to break up the fall. Jimmy drags Rollins to his corner to tag himself in, but he eats a spear from Roman. Jay takes out Roman, but Seth takes out Jay. Rollins attempts to hit Cody with a powerbomb, but Cody leaks out of it. Goldust punches Rollins, and Cody hits Rollins with maybe the best crossroads he has ever hit. Like, Rollins helped, like, sold the hell out of that thing. They spun, like, three times. It's it so pretty. Incredible. For the win in 14 minutes and 38 seconds, uh, the brothers retained their title. So, uh, this is a very good match, very entertaining. I feel like it needed to be, like, four minutes shorter. Because, like, the first five minutes or so at the beginning of this match was, like, kind of a lot of wheel spinning. There was definitely a muted moment of, like, okay, what do we do? It took a while to get going. Um, and I feel like if they had just had a little less time, uh, it would have been perfect, but it was still really good. I mean, you have this much talent in the ring. Like it's like everybody in there is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, what did you think noobs? I, on paper, you write this down even today. You're just like, Oh, we're getting a barn burner. Got it. Yeah, Let's absolutely. fucking go. Let's like, go. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. I, I loved it. It was fun. There was that Jimmy Uso crossbodies are like yes staring too closely to the sun you're just like <laughs> oh oh shit he's hitting me like kind of a thing it's like, they do even very in the well ring. with some japanese strong style i think they yeah. would get, they would do so good in new japan oh yeah oh god they, mm-hmm. so they would just join the bullet club and be with tama tonga and tonga loa and bad luck follow god. I was yes, about to like, say, when did they? Oh. When did that switch for the book? That's another topic of just like, oh. what the fuck? Well, here's the, well, well, while we're there, because I didn't think we'd get here, um, Uso super kicks are harder than the Bucks. Like, their oh, super kicks are brutal. Oh, yeah. Fucking, no, they click hard. They're like straight are, up. Are little, just little feathers, little pillows. Yeah, yeah young Bucks Uso super, super kicks are, are monstrous, and I don't give a oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah give me, me on that. I would honestly, like, just love that pairing. Like that yes. kind of a matchup. Oh, I'd love to Usos see Usos versus man, the Bucks. Are you yep. kidding they kick me? They the Bucks out of their shoes. Yep. Like Usos, Usos, um, Rusev, Del Rio, and Adam Cole have really good super kicks because they're like they're not they're snug. Like they look impactful. They look dirty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think, Jesse? Um, this pay per view is kind of fuck all. So I am too, and reveal my hand. Best match on the card. Uh, yeah, probably for me. For me, yeah, straight pretty... up, it's the one I was most engaged in. I lost, I got lost halfway through all the other longer matches on here. I'm just yeah. spoiler alert. Apart from the ending, I actually do like really enjoy the main event, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was a good match, but like I said, it was just a little too long. I think it just it mm-hmm. took it took a long time for that steam to get built. And Usos were the great. favorite. Usos were the favorite of the match too, which was dope. Yep. Oh yeah. Um. 
out next is the Miz, who's been in a feud with the Wyatt. Family yeah, I forgot that I have what? No, no memory, memory of. I have no memory, memory of this. It's like I, I have the note. It's like is Miz a face? Yes, he is. What the? Oh fuck? yeah, he still is. Yeah, he's a baby face. He's still a baby face at this point. It's so weird. Yep. At this point, the he's only... been a baby face since the previous December. Yeah. He was a baby face for about a year. The only takeaway I have from this is Bray called him Hollywood, and that made yep. me laugh. It's like, yep. ah, he's evil Sawyer from Lost. Yep. The Miz says that he's not clear to compete, but he is clear to fight, and he calls out Bray. Bray's in the back <clears> on his rocking chair, singing under his breath, and he cuts a Bray Wyatt-ass promo. So he's always been doing this. If you're wondering, has Bray Wyatt always been doing this? Yes, he has. But I don't care. I don't care that the stuff he says doesn't make sense. I don't care that it's just gibberish. It awesome it sounds awesome he, you're he gonna burn a, in the fires that yeah. corrupt us all hollywood he, he has a great understanding of his character and even if his character even if the things he said doesn't make sense they yeah. sound great so i i i'm super into it uh, if, yeah. if you can get past can you also get futured who <laughs> uh the video cuts out and the lights come up and Rowan and Harper in the ring. The crowd chants, we want Kane in there, which is granted as Kane makes his return, his first appearance since SummerSlam. Uh, I, I Kane... do love that we cut from SummerSlam mm -hmm. and then this and like everyone's reacting like, yeah. holy shit, he's there. And we're just like, yeah, of course yeah, he, he was just here. Kane scares off Harper and Rowan and then grabs the Miz and gives him a choke slam because why not? None of this makes any sense anyway. And he's going to turn evil in like a month anyways as Corporate Kane. Yeah, Corporate. I love Corporate Kane. Corporate Kane was so good. Uh, I have a question. Yo. How is Fandango supposed to ever get over? I understand <laughs> that you need a fun mid-card gimmick, but he was never going to get over without someone like Tyler Breeze to play off of. Never. Ever. Never. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah. it, it makes no sense. It, it, he's not even hateable. He's just like, oh, He's just honey. there. Oh, what yeah. have they done to you? Oh, Johnny. Oh, Johnny. What have they done to you? Yep. Up next is Fandango and Summer Rae against the great Kali and Natalia being accompanied by Hornswoggle. Uh, Fandango. Punjabi playboy. I mean, I mean, I mean, there's a, there's a real, like, we're obviously starting to sell this pretty low. It's bad when the commentary starts reading off tweets to make yep. this a more yep. riveting match. Yeah, it's it's the great Kali and Natalia accompanied by Hornswoggle. Fandango cuts a promo about how Miami doesn't know anything about salsa dancing, and he and Summer Rae dance until they are interrupted by the by Kali's music. Oh, hey, this is Summer Rae's debut. No. Anyway, Summer Rae yeah. congratulations. Up Summer. Anyway, Summer Rae rolls up Natalia for the win in four minutes and fifty seconds. Moving on, we go to the kickoff panel. Uh, after the match, because that's it's yeah, I, not worth not worth talking about. Not worth talking about. <laughs> Caitlin, read your lines. I'm trying, but you're yelling at me through yeah, the headset, we, and I can't do it. We go to the kickoff panel after the match, which is Josh Matthews, Caitlin Ziggler, and r Truth, who is only there because he's on the Hell in a Cell poster, and they have him dressed in the same suit he's wearing on the poster. <laughs> I, I, the only I love he's that because it's such an r Truth character thing to do too, yeah. though. Because I can imagine kayfabe. It's like I can imagine what, kayfabe. He's like, man, I never took this suit off. I gotta I've look at this up again here. Hold on, this is yeah, gotta like, be terrible. His po like yeah. on the poster, it's so weird because he's just wearing this like blue and gray suit. Like the whole poster is just him standing there. Is he supposed to be like Al Pacino in uh, Devil's Advocate he's got, like, or something? The, uh, what is this? It's I, I don't think it looks it's, bad. 
Like, I well, think he also looks is. like a snake oil salesman that's not even sure he's selling snake oil. You yeah. wanna buy this? I mean, you could buy this. Yeah. He looks a little uh, apprehensive. Yeah. Uh, up next is the U.S. title. Bah. Champion Dean right, Ambrose I'll stop doing first. That. Annoying. And he is facing Biggie Langston. Man, this version of Ambrose's look might be best Ambrose. Earring, hair slicked back, uh, shield, like, under armor, shirt on. Such a good look. The perfect Ambrose. <laughs> I love that. Uh, Mama, Mama Young told Renee to stay away from that bad boy, and it didn't yes. work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get on my motorcycle, uh, babe. Biggie was good at this point in his career, but it's so interesting to watch him pre-New Day. Yeah, wild, like man. music was really good too. I'm just oh, like, yeah, wow. Ninety five. Yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Three enough, man. Ninety five. So more time, during... more time to keep your ass alive. <laughs> so during Biggie's entrance, uh, King has a comment where he says, "I used to have a fear of hurdles, but I got over it." Yeah, <laughs> I honestly <laughs> thought he said herpes instead of hurdles. Oh, Jesus God. <laughs> I'm just like, wouldn't have been Fitz. that shocked. But... It's either way. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Uh, so the match starts. Biggie takes over early, powering into Dean, ch chucking him in all over the ring. Great moment as Dean gets him in the corner and delivers chops and to Biggie, and he just powers through them and just stares Ambrose down after each one. Uh, I got too much meat on me for that. Yeah. Ambrose sends Biggie into the corner and Biggie launches him up over the ropes all the way down to the floor as commentary talks about anything but this match. Yep. Yep. Ambrose takes over by countering a superplex onto the ring apron, sending Biggie into the ring post and onto the floor. Uh, he gets Biggie back in the ring and locks in a modified camel clutch, but Biggie ends up powering through and gets him to his feet. Biggie takes back control. Hitting Ambrose with a powerful clothesline and a splash, and he is busted open below his left eye. He yeah, that did not look that out of nowhere. Yeah. Big ass cut. Yeah, Ambrose fights out of the the big ending and goes for the heel. I'm leaving spot, but Biggie sends him back to the ring. Uh, when Biggie gets back in the ring, Ambrose not kicks him and then hits him with his underhook uh, DDT. And I was shocked when Biggie kicked out, and then I remembered, oh yeah, that wasn't his finisher yet. At this time, he was still using the uh, old version DDT, which was like he would get you in a headlock. It's kind of like a reverse DDT, where he would get you in a headlock and like drop you down. He would like go forward and drop huh. you down that way, like a headlock driver. Uh, that was the original version of that move before the Dirty Deeds just became interesting. DDT. Uh, That's right. Quick, yeah. Quick thing here. I've always found it weird. I don't know about you guys, but. I'm I'm just turned off when WWE focuses on someone getting cut open or injured. Yeah. And then they're it's, just it's like weird. it's real, guys. See, it's real, it's real, it's real. It's like Yeah. We all know it's not. Like something fucked up and you're focusing on it like you're making it this big deal. Like when Brock need Braun that one time, like a few years yeah. like a year and a half back, where it like looked like he damn near killed him. It's like yeah. all that yeah. stuff. It's like don't don't focus on that. Like, but that's the carny trick, noobs. Like they've always God, done that I because hate, it's focused. To I, make I it hate that we get it. We don't need to be reminded that it's a carny show. I yeah, understand what we're doing like, here, but but yeah, we say like, Mark all the time. Like point, like point it out. 
but don't focus on it. Like, oh yeah, he's busted open. Wow. But don't like zoom in on his eye. And then show a slow-mo of like, we think this is where it yeah. hit. Oh yeah, let's see that again. Like, yep. I don't know. It's like the NFL yeah. doesn't do that often. So yeah, like no, the NFL is real. Yeah. Nowhere else focuses on people getting hurt. Uh, yeah. Except if it's really bad. If it's really bad, then the NFL replay it a billion times. Shout out to Joe Theismann and Alex <laughs> Smith. Uh, it was Alex Smith, right? <laughs> I thought it was... Who was it? Was Alex Smith this I'll year? check here. Alex Smith it injury. Yeah, it was him. Yeah, okay, it was yeah. his leg injury. Yeah, it was, See, on, that... it, was like, it was on the exact anniversary of the Joe Theismann thing, and Joe Theismann was at that game. See, at, that's kind of the reason why I actually prefer it this way, because they don't focus on super severe messed up stuff like that if they can help it. If they yeah, think that like... it's like good enough that it's not going to do too much hurt and they they'll play it over and over like, kind of stuff i, I understand but. why they do it because they feel like like here's the thing do it if it makes sense do it if it works in the story don't do it in a match like this like don't mm. focus on it in a match like this because it hasn't earned it uh but if it had which is probably like, why they pointed out so hard because it was so boring yeah. up until that point like if it had happened in the main event absolutely focus on it talk about it show when it happened because that's a match that would like it makes sense if it had happened in that yeah. match not this uh, yeah it doesn't help the story with this one uh biggie dodges a charge from ambrose and then hits ambrose with his through the rope spear that he doesn't really use anymore biggie had a match against rusev in the summer of 2014 we might see it it might be a payback or extreme rules and he hit rusev with it and goddamn it is so good and i thought biggie died at that point just meat <laughs> against meat yep Oh, hey, Ambrose gets counted out. Big E wins, but Ambrose keeps the title in 843. Big E gets Ambrose back in the ring, hits him with his finish to get his heat back and give the crowd a happy ending as Big E poses above Ambrose, holding the U.S. title high. Uh, what did you think, Jesse? You know why Dean Ambrose went for the count out? Why? Because he's a champion without a cause. What do you think, noobs? <laughs> uh, I mean... Yeah, it, it like you said, it's weird seeing Biggie pre New Day because it definitely yeah. feels like this just just this change of career path that's just like, yeah. oh, the dude can go. It's just now it's more comedy, and he had no he had no personality then except for just big yeah. swole dude, big swole dude, they or the big IC AJ. Didn't like, do anything with him, and yep, yeah, it's weird. When he went against Rusev for the U.S. title, like, what, 2015? He had, like, a preacher gimmick kind of thing going where he would do the emphasis. Yeah, that's kind of where the, the original seeds for the New Day was placed. Yeah. Man. Because it's still the same Tony does for all location. Yeah, yeah man. When when we went to the SmackDown house show with me and Smithy, they that was the the show started and that's the first thing you hear is oh Lexington and, and me and everybody else was doing it and I looked at Smithy and he had this look on his face of what in God's name have I gotten myself I into? am in a cult what's what happening is this? yeah this is a cult <laughs> what's <laughs> happening <laughs> what is, how does everybody know what he's about to say what is this why are they coming out with fucking pancakes what is this? why is, like <laughs> so they had a bunch of pancakes or uh, Kofi was getting on the ring or getting on the ropes and frisbeeing those things like 20, 30 yards. He was like, he could have got him in up into the upper seats. If there had been people up there, he was winging oh, those things. It's, it's the bread of their Lord and savior. 
Yeah, and also they had the... <laughs> it's the carbs. Yeah. Yep. Also, it had they had the inflatable bootios box there, because I guess why, why not? I mean, why the fuck not? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. very easy to travel with that thing. Yeah, I got to stand next to it at WrestleMania Access last year. God. Uh, nice. Or no, not the inflatable. Was it the inflatable one? No, I got to stand next to the, like, if I'm not mistaken... No, it was the, the giant cardboard one. one. It wasn't the cardboard. It was the inflatable. The WrestleMania one. one. Yeah, it wasn't the WrestleMania one. It was the inflatable one. Okay. But yeah, it was. That oh, was a good time. Up next, CM Punk versus Ryback and Paul Heyman in a two-on-one <sighs> handicap hell and they sell match. Punk is out first, followed by Ryback and Paul Heyman, who comes out so, of a fucking scissors lift. So yeah. <laughs> before we go with this, because this is likely going to be the last time we talk about Punk and his entrances. Is the is the cult of personality? Yes. Is this the best intro song, or is Metalingus the best? Uh, are we talking about all time or licensed? I'm uh, talking like because I think I think cult of personality licensed. is the best. Oh yeah, I think cult of personality is the best ever licensed intro song. Yeah. With uh, Metalingus as a close second. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I. Was oh, Batista's written for WWE, or was it just a no. song that they used? I'm pretty sure it's just... No, it was written for WWE. Okay. It was yeah. written, yeah. Walk okay. okay. Alone is definitely yeah. a banger. Um, yeah. And I can never remember, they're not really popular, but there's a band called, uh, I think, Breaking Point that did RVD's theme song, and I oh, don't yes. know if it was one of their yeah. songs, yeah. or if they did it for yeah. RVD. And honestly... But RVD is close... in the music video, so... Yeah, honestly... Uh, Cold Personality is number one. Metal Link is number two. And a very close third is This Fire Burns from Kill Switch Engaged. Like, pretty yeah, no. personality Punk, yeah. That one's Choice up there of too. music. Yep. Yes. I yep. God, that yeah. They that, found this that fire... song. <sighs> Do you know who found This Fire Burns and brought it to WWE? To use? Who? Randy Orton. Orton? There's yeah. one episode of Raw. It was Orton originally Orton. One episode yeah. of Raw, Randy Orton used that as his theme, and they were like, ah, we don't think it works for you. And then two weeks later, CM Punk debuted with it as his song. Yep. That's amazing, because yeah. Yeah, that is such a good song. I love it's that song. really good. Like, so good. Yes. Uh, oh, Punk. But yeah, I, I, Punk right. is the best, um, is the best licensed wrestling theme ever, ever, ever. In WWE. Okay. Yeah, uh, in the, especially with indies, that mic cut. Yeah. On the indies, you can, you know, like, Daniel Bryan coming out to Final Countdown and stuff like that, but yeah, they're a little to- bit more. Togi Makabe oh. has a fucking um, yes, cover, cover of immigrant song, immigrant song that apparently can't travel over international waters. Yep. <laughs> we okay. We just opened up Pandora's box here. Um, Let's go. Yes. Let's do it. Number one. Number one. Okay. Licensed song that was used by WWE technically was. The um uh, one night stand man with the Sandman. Yeah, Henry. Inner Sandman. That's when, right. That is the, the greatest thing of all time. Yeah, it's that pretty fucking is good. Pretty incredible. You can't and you yes. can't see that on the network anymore because they yep. didn't want to pay Metallica the licensing. Yep, they, they paid but them a it's just like fee. the yeah. the crowd Damn. was so loud. <laughs> oh my god. god, it's so good. It's uh, good. Yeah, that one is way up there. I Man. think that get think that's top. Yeah, just for that moment. You see, uh, God, I'm trying to think here of anything else. Of other ones, because I know a lot of indie wrestlers just kind of use whatever they want. This is a uh, reverse thing. Um, I remember in like 
2009 when Jeff Hardy was using his new theme, I randomly heard the Team Extreme theme song, not joking, on the Weather Channel. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Like, the weather was doing it, and it was the Team Extreme thing. I'm like, what oh, like, the fuck? The on the Yeah, no, it was. Like, I'm not joking. I 100% am positive it was the Team Extreme thing, and it's, it's fucking weird. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> it's oh, crazy. Oh, my God. Um, I do yeah. love how so <laughs> you just busted out the song. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized um, that. I love it. Oh. So. Living Color is my favorite black metal band. Who? Uh, so Heyman comes out on the scissors. <laughs> Heyman announces that he is the best in hell. He talks about how Punk sold his soul because <laughs> to the WWE, Heyman is Satan incarnate. As Heyman is lifted to the top of the cell. And Heyman stands on top of the cell yes. as Punk and Ryback wrestle. Uh, it looked like the, when he was coming out, it looked like a fucking, like, the old school, like, he was, he was like, gonna be yes, joined by so Bobby great. the Brain like, George Ian, or like, Steel like or Wrestle, something like, the yeah. WrestleMania 3 mini rings that, like, yes. Hogan and Andre got taken yeah. to the ring. Yeah. Because it, I'm it's pretty so sure good. those were just scissor lifts, I'm pretty sure. Uh, that they... They just, were, but they were just, like, yeah, they had they, an they extra them. pad on it. Yeah. Uh, Puck is in control for a while. Uh, but Ryback takes over, getting a kendo stick and beating Punk with it outside of the ring and inside the ring. Great shot of Punk in the corner where uh, Ryback has the kendo stick to his throat and Heyman is staring him down from the top of the cell and the cameraman is like behind Punk. And so you see like, oh, it's a great shot. Great shot. Yeah. So um, it's a little... Yeah. I'll wait, I'll wait for a second. Go ahead. Okay. So, Goldberg chants during Ryback matches. Mm. Played out and dumb. Yep. But, like, I'll be damned if they weren't accurate. They were, like... <laughs> I mean, I they got rid of his Feed Me More gimmick. Like, they I, got rid yeah. of the one thing that he had yeah. going for them. But yep. even then, Feed Me More is just who's next. This is true. He can, it is. Saying, You're right. Give me the next person to beat. Yeah, it's just, but, yeah. I, I didn't get it when I first started watching because I didn't fully understand Goldberg. It's just, it's, right, man. I'm dumb so, as fuck. I'm dumb as fuck. Uh, that that should have been his gimmick. That should have been his catchphrase. I mean, yeah. Oh, so, God. <laughs> Punk takes over for a second and pulls a table from under the ring, but Ryder cuts the, him off. And the crowd the, goes hot The crowd for that table. the tables, but totally reasonable because they were teased with one. I think that is a well-earned we want table. No. Chance. I, no, I'm not. I'm not complaining oh, about that because he pulled out a table before the chant happened. Like, yes, it makes exactly, sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I just think it was a. Just wanted to point out, we do gripe about we want tables chants. It's one of the better ones because it was totally, you mean, <laughs> totally made sense. You mean noobs gripes about we want Listen, tables? I yes, that too. also have two. I can go through my okay. old notes. I'm sure it's there somewhere. Um, Punk finally rallies and hits Ryback with a crossbody and a drop kick to his legs and then another kick to get him on the mat. Punk attempts a springboard crossbody, but Ryback catches him and delivers a power slam. Ryback calls for the shell shock, his finisher, which is just a fall away Samoan drop. He gets Punk up, but Punk fights out and sends Ryback into the corner. Punk grabs a ken the kendo stick in the ring and tees off on Ryback. Oh my god, mat, it's insane. With his top rope elbow for a two count. Then Punk gets the kendo stick again, beats the piss out of Ryback again before going and finally getting the table he teased earlier. 
right back, gets out, gets up, and takes out Punk as Punk sets up the table. They get the table on its side, and Ryback delivers an inverted atomic drop to Punk on the table, crotching him. Ryback gets overloaded by Punk. Ugh. And I just imagine Ryback is just like, why? Why why my dick? Why does this keep happening to my dick? <laughs> and so he gets low blown and his response is I'm gonna take a nap on this table real quick because he just lays on the table Punk doesn't put him on the table Punk I'm hits him numb in the as fuck yeah like Punk hits him in the crotch and Ryback is just like alright cool this cough I'm gonna take a nap right up here on this precarious <laughs> table that's placed right next hey, to this turnbuckle hey why is this table here yeah why <laughs> Punk gets to the top rope and elbows right back through the table. Then he gets him up, hits him with the GTS for the win in 13 minutes and 49 seconds. Punk looks up at Paul, gets his kid to stick, <laughs> sticks it through his tights, and begins to climb the side. Like a fucking Hayden, sword. Great. Again, again yeah. I need everyone in their life, anyone listening, anyone in the world, yeah. find you someone that looks at you <laughs> like Punk looks at Heyman. Yep. Yep. And, and just, call the cops. And call the fucking cops and run. Yes. <laughs> run for your you life. Want, so you want Paul, you want Heyman, you want someone that looks at you uh, when when they are like in love uh, with the way that Punk looks at Heyman when they're together. You want someone that looks at you the way Punk looked at Heyman during this match in during sex. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Heyman pleads with Punk as Punk <clears throat> gets to the top of the cell, but Punk doesn't care. He beats down Heyman with a kendo stick, but not before giving Heyman a little, little kiss on the head. Just a little kiss on the head. Punk calls for the GTS and kind of sort of delivers the GTS to Heyman on top of the goddamn I mean, cell. I mean, that GTS, it there was a brief second where it made it look like he was going to toss Heyman off the cell. He like yeah. takes there was one a brief moment. Just it was, oh, yeah. and I'm just like, but then what are you doing? Great, get a great shot of Punk celebrating. It's a, like a wide shot. He's on top of the yes. cell, swinging the swinging the kendo stick and celebrating. Heyman is dead next to him, and then they're in the ring. There's the perfectly broken table. It's a great shot, like really. And damaged. unfortunately, this is going to be the last great shot that we see of him at yep. the pay per view. Yep. And as Punk, you know, says on um, Cole Cabana's podcast, he cares a lot about how tables break. Yep, he does. I forgot about <laughs> that. Yeah. Uh, yep. Fun, fun match for what it was. Um, it's. I mean, I didn't dislike the Punk Heyman feud and Ryback being a Paul Heyman guy was an interesting wrinkle, but I did not need the second straight year of Punk versus Ryback at Hell in a Cell in a Hell in a Cell <laughs> match. Uh, what did you think, noobs? It was fun. It was a. I mean, honestly, it was a stupid match. It. It, yeah. it, it just. It was. It was fun. Both negatively and end. positively. It was fun to see Heyman just sitting there shaking in his boots. Like, you could yes. tell he fucking hated heights. Oh, yeah. And it's oh, like, I can't imagine being up there. I can't that imagine. I would be in um, hell. One thing I couldn't get over, JBL said, look at it. Check out, we got a bird's eye view of Heyman. I'm like, motherfucker, no. Heyman yeah. has a bird's eye view. And yeah. then when Coach, Coach, when Cole tried to explain it to him, JBL just bullied him into silence. Yeah, so yeah. This is this is when so this is when you could tell JBL started growing a spine in this episode. And it's like, yeah. okay, yeah, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Let's go. Yep. Oh yeah. boy, here we go. <laughs> Speaking uh, of whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. What, yeah. This Matt. What? God. What did you think? What did you think, Jesse? Before we get there. The Hegman. The Hegman. Heyman. Heyman. Hangman. Um. <laughs> the, <laughs> 
the the Heyman parts were the best parts. Yes, and they w- were nothing to do with the match. It's in, it's interesting. Like the match was filler just to add more to Punk and Heyman, which is a strange feeling. Um, I, yeah, I don't know where this goes. Like where this should have like this where was this would have gone. Feud. Like this. Yeah, because I'm feud. pretty sure Punk faces the Shield at uh, Survivor faces Series. The sh- no, he faces the Y back or Y back. God, the Y back. No, Survivor Series, it's Punk and Brian versus the Wyatts, I think. And then at TLC, we had their two... At TLC, there are two separate three-on-one handicap matches. It's That's Brian right. versus the Wyatts and yep. Punk versus the Shield. Punk and Punk beat the like, Shield beats the Shield. Punk beat the Shield and uh, uh, Brian lost to the Wyatts. Yep. But yeah, Crazy. it was... It was fine. I don't know. It was fun for what it was, but... Yeah, I'm not against it, but it is strange. Like, and ultimately, it's fine. You know, passable. It's just like, this is like, we saw, you know, this is the beginning of the end, really. Yeah. Uh, We go to the back, and oh, it's baby Renee Young. She still kind of has her Canadian accent. (laughs) Uh, she's, She's interviewing Daniel, Brian. Daniel brings up that this arena... Uh, the night of WrestleMania 28 was where his rise really started. The crowd was that night was so mad at Daniel Bryan losing to Sheamus in 18 seconds that they just hijacked the show and chanted yes all night and Daniel Bryan all night, even though he wasn't even on that episode of Raw. He did not show up on camera that whole night, but they still took over that show for Daniel Bryan. That night, yeah. we do not have like WrestleMania 30 without that night. Yeah. Uh, oh Jesus Christ, Los Matadores. And <laughs> This is I have this this is extremely this <laughs> is extremely <laughs> uncomfortably topical right now and I don't oh, like well, it. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Talking about yep. brown people mm-hmm. in cages and border yeah, we'll get, I just yeah, I mean I second. mean honestly like ah. I just have this written down as Los Matadores versus the real Americans with the Swiss Cesaro. It's like all right. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this. Los I don't have are... enough stack of papers in front of me to throw up in the God. air at how Los... upset I am. <laughs> Los Matadores is our primo and epico, by the way, so they're Puerto yep. Rican Matadores. Yep, yep, yep. That, that, Only that. three good things have happened because Los Matadores are a thing, and they're all related to El Torito. Yep. One, or from the bottom to the top, three, Bo Dallas running around the ring and binking El Torito and knocking him over. Yes. Two, WLC. One, that, oh my time God. That, that time that someone in the crowd got caught on mic yelling, go back to hell, you evil motherfucker at El Torito. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've re- never seen that. That sounds amazing. That, and that clip, at least for me, was positioned so well. I thought Bo Dallas said that. Yeah. Uh, the real Americans are out next. What a fever dream this tag team was. Jack Swagger yes. and Cesaro with Zeb Coulter as their manager as anti immigration heels. Me. Yep. Zeb comes out talking about how Los Matadores haven't provided any ex- evidence that they are in this country legally. And boy, January 2019, this just feels not great. Which is it WWE's mm. fault? I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with portraying a character like that as a villain to be humiliated and defeated. And defeated. But right. man, right now it just feels weird. It's oh, just, oh my god! It's not. I can't. <laughs> I just played the video. I'm yeah, sorry. Zeb, yeah. <laughs> so on their way to the ring, Zeb refers to El Torito as sawed off, and that cracked me up. That's a good line. God, <laughs> he's like Oof. you and your sawed off little buddy in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, 
fantastic. And then JBL sequence. goes into Omega Rich Racist over yeah. there. As Jack Swagger hits the Swagger Bomb onto one of the Matadoras, then he tags Cesaro, stands in the ring, does his We the People pose as Cesaro leaps Frog over his head to deliver a double stomp. Awesome. Say what you will about the way Vince directs commentary, but you can tell he was not in their ears on this match because they didn't give a half a fuck. They weren't talking about the match. I mean... At one point, JBL denies the existence of the character Green Arrow. <laughs> That's not the... a real hero. And there was one point, though, that I got a Ray chuckle out of. the whole time. Yep. There, yeah, he's, yeah, he hated on Ray a lot, but then there was one point where JBL was ranting about how many matadors there were just based on the color God. of the matador. And I all found the that bulls. Who knows how many bulls reason. they have? That bull, yeah. that bull is yeah. brown. They had a black yeah, bull like, before. See, there's El Torito right there. He's not Rey Mysterio. That one's black. The other one we saw on the other night's brown. There's multiples. There's, there's, there's multiple Matadors. There's El Torito, El Dorito, El, El Nacho. Yeah. It's just fucking. Oh my god. That was bad. Uh-huh. I like the just the like the different colored Matadors he was yes. up, upset yeah. about. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro. Talking about they're all bad guys because they wear masks. Yeah. Yep. Cesaro swings the absolute shit out of one of the Matadors and got me dizzy watching it. Monster pop, too. Yep. Monster. Uh, hot tag by a Swagger and one of the Matadors tags in. I don't know who, and neither does Michael Cole, because all he says is, tag made by Los Matadores. He doesn't know which one it is either. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great sequence uh. of the Matadors bounce off the ring. Swagger catches them, and they counter it into a Hurricane DDT. Swagger locks in the ankle lock, and Cesaro holds the rope back to stop uh, the Matador from getting a rope break, which is great. Swagger gets taken out. The Matadors hit some kind of face plant double team move, and they get the win in 552. Afterwards, Zeb Coulter throws a fit in the ring. They set Zeb up, but Cesaro runs in, and he eats a Hurricane Rana from El Torito, and then El Torito hits Swagger with a springboard kick from the ring to the outside. Actually, <sighs> I'm going to add a fourth to that list from earlier. Number Uh-oh. four. When El Torito was in the 2014 Royal Rumble and, like, actually ended up eliminating some folks, and it was really funny and entertaining. Uh, he was, that was yeah, great. Really well. yeah. he, he was great. He's good. Uh, I wonder who he was. Oh, nobody. He's one of, like, nobody knows. He's one of those luchadors. That's awesome. Like, nobody yeah. knows his real name. Like, or, you know, people do, but it is not a matter of public record. Uh, nice. Yeah, he is, yeah, one of those. He's like he's like a Pentagon and, and Phoenix. Like, no. They are Pentagon yep. and Phoenix. Nobody knows their legal names. Uh, does anybody have anything to say about this match? Or do we want to move on? Nope. Please Let's just move, keep on. On. Okay, move on. on, sir. So we get a video package of Cena's recovery uh, and surgery interspersed with footage of Del Rio putting people on the cross arm breaker, which was really good. Yeah, that's about the only way where I felt like there were actually stakes in this match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Champion Del Rio was out first, but I think that's generally fine because the story of this is Cena's miraculous return. So you kind of have to have him come out second. When I watched this I feel, back yeah. in 2013, I, I until he walked out, I, I did not think it was going to be Cena. I was fully anticipating yeah. someone else's music to hit, and for us all to have been worked because there's no, there's no way <clears throat> Cena could be back this soon. No way. Honestly, though, I had a note saying. If if Cena comes out in pink cargos, I'm gonna be done. <laughs> I'm going to be fucking so, no, done. He never so broke close. out the pink cargos. Uh, that would have been so great. Yeah. <laughs> also, when did the uh, John Cena suck? Uh, John Cena um, suck. When did that around, start? Around this time. Because uh, yeah, the it just I remember is um yeah probably 2014. 
Yeah, like Night After Mania 30, I think, was when it was, like, when it really first... It was, it was one of the post-WrestleMania Raws, and I think it was Night After 30. Yep. Like, it okay. really... That was when it really popped off. Um, because, yeah, I, that... That's similar yeah. to the "you suck" thing. Yeah. Like, did a wrestler yep. come up with that, nope. or was that yes. just a post? It was a, no, it was a post on Reddit. Oh, that's it's the first place, first place I ever saw it was a post on Reddit. Was just somebody that, said you should sing "John Cena sucks" to the tune of his entrance music. Okay, and, that's pretty cool were because the first it, one was Edge with uh, yeah, the "you with suck" the thing from Kurt. Like, but and people tried to get it going for a long time, but it never really hit. And then, like uh, a night, like you know, night at Raptor Mania, that's the perfect time. If it's gonna yeah. happen, it's gonna happen there. God. Uh, yep. Uh, Dorio takes charge early, and Cena goes to the outside of the ring to check on his arm, and he takes a moment to soak in the "Let's go, Cena!" Cena sucks chant. It was nice. Uh huh. Not a whole lot to go over in the early goings of this match. Cena and Del Rio are kind of like Triple H in that they're very solid, methodical, but they really don't go all out until the finish. Um, yeah. Del Rio, yeah? No, I, I was agreeing. Okay. I, Del Rio focuses hard on Cena's arm, but Cena gets a few small cut, uh, comebacks that are immediately cut off. At one point, we see Damian Sandow in the back already looking at the side of a TV as he is Mr. Money in the Bank for the World Heavyweight Championship. Del Rio yeah. dies for John, but Cena dodges and sends Del Rio through the ropes to the outside. As Del Rio gets back up, though, he gives Cena Jawjacker to the ropes to take back over. Del Rio gets up and goes to the liver of flying nothing to Cena that Cena counters with a drop kick, and it's go time. Shoulder tackle, shoulder tackle, swing and a miss, sidewalk slam. You can't see me, and oh wow, he actually connects with the five knuckle shovel. That hardly ever happens. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to pick up Del Rio for the attitude adjustment, but Del Rio pow powers out and hits Cena with a backstabber. Del Rio goes to the cross arm breaker, but Cena counters and sends him into the corner. Cena hops to the top rope and hits Del Rio with the turn, tur tornado DDT for a near fall. I thought it looked really cool. He doesn't whip that out very often. Cena gets to the top rope, but eats an insiguri from Del Rio. Then we go to the back to see Del Rio, uh, or to see Sandow you know, itching uh, to cash in. Mm -hmm. uh, Del Rio, go wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, I have here on my what? notes. Uh, what I meant to write, Del Rio goes for another Enziguri to Cena, but Cena ducks. What I accidentally wrote, Del Rio goes for another Enziguri to Cena, but Cena sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the but S and the Cena D are very sucks. close. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I can give you that, that on the good. keyboard. Cena attempts the SDS. Yeah, put that on the keyboard, out. please. <laughs> yes. Uh, he sends Cena to the ropes, and he hits Cena with a Tilt-A-Whirl backbreaker. Uh, Del Rio... Uh, goes for an attack on a vulnerable scene in the corner, but he powers through, Cena powers through and lifts himself up to dodge and get to the top rope. Dead Del Rio with crossbody. Del Rio attempts to get Cena in the cross arm breaker, but Cena rolls through and locks in the STF. But Del Rio gets to the bottom rope with just his fingertips. That was a really good. Yeah, uh, that was really a good, good mo image. moment. Yeah. Uh, Del Rio hits Cena in the stomach with a kick and then delivers a super kick to a kneeling John Cena, which is the kick that he beat Ziggler with a couple months prior to this. And he beat Cena with that kick two years after this at Hell in a Cell 2015 yep. for the U.S. title when he, when came he made back. his WWE return. Yep. Del Rio locks in the cross arm breaker on Cena and he pulls the brace off of Cena's elbow, which is really good. Uh, Cena powers through, lifting Del Rio up in the air and dumping him on the mat as Michael Cole's mic fucks up bad. Yeah, uh, I have that yeah, as well. Yeah, it is popping. Yes. That was wow. Yeah, it was crazy. It's like it's like, you it's like when crazy? Jesse has his other microphone on. Hell, damn. Well, I was gonna say. <laughs> Sorry, it's not well, as bad as that. No, no, I no. Because I was 
I was gonna add. I was gonna add the fact that it seemed to come when at his loudest because he it felt yes. like he had just started yelling. He just busted yeah. his mic. Yeah, um, no, it was so, yeah. popping. The the well, highs were definitely because, clipping. I, yeah, yeah, I don't think it was because he was yelling though. I don't think it was too loud because those mics can withstand a lot. I think it was like it was because he was too loud and maybe uh, maybe it got like jostled or something like that, and some connection somewhere got a little loose. And yeah. you can get that with like kind of a not fully plugged in mic cable. You can get that kind of clipping. Uh, That's fair. Both men fight to get back to their feet. Cena gets Del Rio for the AA. Uh, Del Rio fights out. Cena is all, I think the fuck not. And then gets Del Rio up for the <laughs> AA again. <laughs> Cena's all like, it. realize I'm winning this, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm John uh, Cena. He finally hits it and gets the win and the World Heavyweight Championship in 15 minutes and 17 seconds. Uh, what'd you think, Noobs? Um, There were two moments in this match where first, it's before the match and after the match. I, okay. I, I enjoy the match. Both of them are extremely high quality wrestlers, albeit yes. how crazy Rio ended up. But the two notes that I had, I honestly thought Lillian Garcia was going to introduce Del Rio first with how much this match screamed, John Cena's gonna win. Just like, we know he's gonna win, he's coming back. But then, at the end of the match, Cena walks over to the rope and starts yelling at JBL and pointing at him. And I'm just like, I love it. And like, JBL, you can tell he's, he's not being told what to say. He's like, he was right. I, he's, I was he's, he's like, I was wrong for the first time in my life. I was yep. wrong, Michael. I, I didn't know what to say. It's like, come on. <laughs> just just own up to it and take it. Come on. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think, Jesse? You know, I'm not quite sure if it's like hindsight or what, but I, but watching it, in, I never felt like Alberto was like a threat to Cena. And that's silly to say, I think. I think um, watching it so, at, in, in the moment for me, uh, there was a. Cu- I never thought he was going to win, but I think for me at least during this during a couple of those uh, cross arm breakers, like it came across. But you know, sure. I, yeah, but I totally yeah. understand what you mean. Yeah, you're totally and, right. Um, yeah, and just it's a match. Cena won. This is you know what threw me for a loop was the stat they said this is the first time in like five years he had held the world heavyweight title, and I was like, whoa, that's yeah, sounds well, like a lot. When he was on SmackDown early in his career, that yeah. was when the WWE title was on SmackDown. Uh, so I think right, he's right. only held the that title three times. Was his third time winning it? Fourth time winning it? Yeah, yeah. It, third or fourth? Yeah, yeah. Because because I forgot it's when Cena was on Raw. It was Cena was always on Raw, and it's when in like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, they switched the yeah. titles, and Triple H went to SmackDown. With the WWE oh, title, God, I forgot the Triple H was on when Triple H decided he wanted to work Tuesdays after yep. uh, after JBL ended his his uh, his run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it, it, it's a title not associated with, and that's one of the reasons why it was such a surprise that Cena was even in this match because that's not that's yeah, because like, that's a step what? down. Because like <laughs> that's a step yeah. down, like that title, the way that the. World Heavyweight Championship was treated from like 08 to like 2013 was like how the Intercontinental title was treated like back in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. the secondary title. It was the upper mid-card title. It was and that's why the U.S. Title. title and the IC title suffered so much yep. for a while. Yep, because they, yeah, they were throwaways uh, because the World Heavyweight Championship took over. And it made sense when they first introduced it 
because they were on two separate brands, but then as the brand split got muddier, it just became the IC title. Yeah. It's like now, like if, if they, if, if they messed up or if they ended the brand split now, then the WWE title would be the lesser title and the universal title would be the actual top title. Uh, but you know, with the brand split now is more solid than the one yeah. before. This here's the interesting thing. John Cena won his first uh, world heavyweight title off of Jericho. Jericho had his revitalized run in 08. Oh, when he had From, the uh, no Survivor Man Series 08. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. right. Where he, he punched, yeah. where he punched the uh, Shawn Michaels' wife. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, the yes. Shawn Michaels' yep. wife. The Shawn that Michaels' was wife. That It was around that time. Cause they that had, was yeah. the Jer- oh, okay. I, 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 thought, I thought Jesse had said that Cena punched John Cena. Oh. Uh, I'm just like, wait, what? No, no, no. Shawn no, Michaels' that wife. Was just a, that was just a, it's just a behind-the-scenes thing that Shawn Michaels and Cena are into. Uh, we go to the pre-show panel. <laughs> and Caitlyn I mean, stumbles that's... over a pom- promo. Like, she, oof. Oh, I mean, poor thing. Sucks. I honestly muted this color commentary thing. Yeah, she because over a promo. It's not, it's it's not good. It's like, guess what? I'm sure the I'm sure each person's gonna say, "I like this match. I like this match." And then the woman comes in. I forgot her name. Honestly, Caitlin. Caitlin she just yeah. goes, "But what about the Divas Championship match?" Well, like, no, actually, they, they they actually spent the entire time talking about the upcoming. AJ match like they didn't talk about oh stuff they did before. okay because no, it was they it was def- that was the other that was that the was, other yeah, one the other one earlier. they talked about no this was pretty much just Caitlyn's promo and boy you could it felt like she was reading it's, off a prompter and also had Vince yelling in her ear it was yeah, oh that's good. not good yeah I was telling that's that never yeah. a good combo she like she yep. like stumbled over a couple sentences and then she just got interrupted by AJ's music hitting yep uh-huh. and that was just it done uh, AJ comes out with Tamina Snuka this was before the investigation got reopened so she could still go by Snuka. And also, she's she's still Tamina. Still looks like she doesn't give a shit. Yep, Yep. that's just her face and it's great. And this and this is like only the second or third time she's a bodyguard. She's bodyguard at least six times in the company. She likes they like her being being the bodyguard. AJ is wrestling Brie Bella, accompanied by Nikki. All I all I'm thinking of I'll, the first note I have written down are we getting a Brie mode y'all are yep. we getting that Brie mode and there it is and oh no yep. there it goes that's AJ, the nah, that should be the notes for the match yep <laughs> AJ takes control for most of the match but the crowd is dead because it's a cool down bathroom break match and everyone in uh, it deserves huh? better um AJ gets Brie in a submission Brie starts to fade but fights out uh, Brie hits a couple of pretty nice looking drop kicks to AJ like standing like Okada drops to, drop kicks she got some good height on him yeah. uh, but AJ takes back over um, and Nikki and Tamina brawl AJ gets to the ropes Brie yells Brie, mo- Brie mode charges at AJ AJ dodges Brie hits Nikki on accident AJ uses a distraction to lock in the Black Widow submission which always looks awesome Always. Yeah, especially like I would love it if Sasha Banks started using that because yeah, yeah. Sasha could pull that off very yeah. well. Like she like tilt whirls around them and then just like stops very suddenly and she's just contorted all over their body. Great. Uh-huh. Uh and she gets the submission win in 540. Uh fine match, good for what it was. Everybody in it deserves better. I w- I would love to see a like it makes me sad that AJ isn't here anymore for the current you know yep. yeah it's bullshit i mean it's not bullshit she made the choice they didn't fire her i no i know i just meant like yeah. even if she wanted to come back i doubt they'd care to i no you know what i think they aj has a better chance of coming back than punk does yeah no i think if aj I don't, got in touch maybe. and said i want to come back 
Like, I think Punk is stopping her from coming back. If she wanted yeah. to, I think Punk would be stopping her from coming back way more than the WWE would be stopping her from coming back. Yeah. Uh, and noobs, I, I think on WWE's side, they're fine with bringing Punk back, but Punk never will. Yeah, that's the thing. Much. It's all on their side. I think it's all welcome back with open for me, arms. For me, I'm saying... For me, I'm saying if you if you want to put it down to it, like Brie yeah. or not Brie, AJ Lee is going to be in WWE before Punk is yeah, in my mind. Like, if so what you're back, saying like, is you're she's gonna divorce Punk pretty soon? <laughs> no, God no. I'm just saying like there's a better chance of AJ yeah. Lee being in WWE again than yeah. Punk is. If we're putting no, some, if we're putting some Vegas odds on it, then yes. Uh, it is definitely AJ has better. I still odds of say back it, I still say it would stem from a divorce. Personally, yeah. that's no, my bet. As long as she's with Punk, and as long as Punk is on the outs with him, she's not going back, which is a totally yeah. reasonable thing, and I could never blame her for that. I get it. Yeah, yeah. On yeah, that, it's, it's surprising that she stayed with the company as long as she did because she was with him for another year after he left. Yeah, yeah. Um, so afterwards, we go back to see the primetime players playing WWE 2K14, and Bob Backlund comes up to admonish them for playing video games instead of reading and whatnot. He is very sweaty. It is strange. I mean, I have a note. Uh, the, the main note for the segment is Bob, Bla- Bob Backlund yelling at black people. Yeah, is, <laughs> yeah. This, is this where the Bob Backlund-Darren Young thing starts? No, this is too that, early, that right? I said, this is a weird preview of how Darren Young would be teamed up with Bob yeah. Backlund for a while before he was released okay. from WWE. Uh, yeah, God. it's weird, man. It's weird. All right, it is time. Main event. Starring HBK, <sighs> featuring Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan. <laughs> I mean, you're right. This, is, <laughs> this definitely screams, like, 2004, yep. like, Triple H and HBK. And, oh, look, there's Benoit, too. Yep. <laughs> uh, HBK, what? Orton, and Bryan are out in that order. And then comes Triple H with, a vacate, with the vacant title. He presents the title to the competitors. The cell lowers wear underway. This is uh, a rare example of a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view where they had a Hell in a Cell match where it was completely earned that it would be, like, th- th- that That the feud earned the Hell in a Cell match. It deserved a Hell in a Cell it match. 100% yeah. did. It made total sense. Uh, really great work rate to start the match. Both guys going after each other with Orton hitting Daniel with a snap power slam. He attempts the mid-rope draping DDT on Daniel, but Daniel counters and it's Randy with a missile drop kick. Uh, Daniel delivers a kick to Orton in the ring and then flips over Orton out of a corner attack, but Orton cuts off his comeback with a drop kick. There have been matches on this card that I've had to like beg for some spots to put onto here, but I'm gonna have to pick and choose with this one because like there's a lot. Like this is a yeah, there is a hot and heavy match. Randy uh, beats the piss out of Daniel with the ring oh, yeah. steps until Brian counters Orton and sends him into the steps. I'm not gonna lie, we got, like I was impressed. We got like five minutes into this match without a headlock from Randy. Which is pretty incredible. Uh, yeah, without a rest hold, yeah. Yeah, like, you can really tell he's feeling this match, and he is into it and giving it his all. Uh, Daniel takes over, sending the yes kicks into Randy, hanging him upside down in the corner, kicking him in the chest, and then delivering a sliding drop kick to his face. Uh, Brian continues to be in control, uh, sending Randy to the outside with a drop kick as Randy stands on the ring apron, following up with two suicide dives to Randy. But Randy scouts the third and dodges, sending Brian into the cell and taking over. Orton systematically beats on Brian and gets him in the corner. He sets up Brian for a sunset flip, but Brian flips over Orton and hits him with a powerbomb. Brian gets Orton in the corner and hits him with a series of running drop kicks before taking him out with a top rope head scissors, followed by a diving headbutt for a two count. God damn it, Brian. 
stop it. Uh, yeah, every headbutt is just like, yeah. stop, stop yep. it. <laughs> and, like, you can miss them. It's fine if you miss, because if you miss, you're taking the bump on your hands and knees. But when you hit it, that's just a bad bump. And it, which I'm never, I'm I do never, have a crack. note. I do have a note here. I love the fact that you can tell Shawn Michaels, even when he's not in the match, even when he's not wrestling, mm-hmm. he is on another level compared to everyone else because Shawn is still reacting yep. to what the crowd is saying. Even if it's a random fan, he is just like going, oh, me? Like he's like saying yep. sh- he's like sh- saying shit to the crowd while still being serious about the match. And it's just yeah. like, you can just tell he's on another level. Yep. He's it- so good. He's so good. Uh, it's also, stupid. Also, I have to take a moment because uh, I have the Patriots Chief game open in my on my TV. Yep. There was just a commercial for Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, on that yeah. is Anthony Scaramucci because there's nothing more entertaining than bringing down American democracy. Uh, also, Boy. Tony Braxton and Eva Marie. <laughs> Wait, that uh, was her? That was Eva Marie with the purple hair. Yeah, it's Eva I Marie. I gotta, okay, hold on. I gotta, All right. Eva Marie is on the next season of Celebrity Big Brother with Anthony Scaramucci and Tony Braxton and Kato Kalin and Joey Lawrence. Oh my God. Yeah, Natalie, I right. Eva Marie. I saw her corner w- of my eye and I look and I see Eva Marie and then it was Natalie. Oh my God. And Tom Green. What the? Tom, f- yeah. Oh, this is gonna be hell. Don't don't give the people don't give the people in this administration a fucking platform. They're anyway. Uh, uh, fucking morons. Brian, Brian gets uh uh Brian hits Orton with the yes kicks, but Orton dodges the last kick and attempts to roll up Brian, but he gets uh Orton in the yes lock. Orton gets to the ropes, but the rules. HBK does not break the hold because the match is no DQ, and he's yep. he's like, I can't break the hold. Perfect. Dry, Brian drop kicks Orton into the cell uh, on the outside and gets a folding chair to tee off on Orton with. Brian gets a ton of chairs and chucks him into the ring to an EC dub chant, which is a pretty good chant because that's an old school EC dub. Like, everybody's seen All the clip from ECW up. where a guy from ECW was like, I need a chair. And, and then, like, a thousand person, chairs ran in. Every person there threw their chair into the ring and he just ended up cowering underneath a pile of chairs because those people were crazy. <laughs> Fuck Philly. The announcer, uh, stop throwing chairs in the ring. Uh, HBK asks Brian, what are you doing? To which Brian just says, out of my way, Sean. Great. Yeah, Brian gets it, back in the ring. Yeah. It's a, it's a shade of the Brian that we have yep. now. Yep. Uh, he gets Orton back in the ring and lifts up a chair to swing, but Orton rakes his eyes and begins to attack Daniel with the chair. Orton gets the chairs into a pile in the middle of the ring. He gets Brian to the top rope and attempts a superplex. But Brian fights out of it. Orton takes Brian's legs off from up under him, though, and successfully hits the superplex. <gasps> kind of, sort of, to the edge of the chair. You okay over there, noobs? <laughs> Sorry. I'm reacting to football when I shouldn't be. I, this is a oh. professional thing. I... <laughs> the, the, the Chiefs just punted, oh! and the oh, Patriots... Oh, ahead of me! Oh! oh the shit. Patriots just fucked up the punt, and the Chiefs just got a touchdown. <laughs> Chiefs up 2017. I'm I'm very happy because fuck New England. I'm sorry. As the non-football guy, this should show everybody how important this pay-per-view is to us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, honestly, okay. I'm about to I'm about yeah. to jump into a hate yep. train. So oh, boy. no, so, it's, no, it's so fine because this Orton, this was one of the tougher things I think even with TNA that we've watched. Yeah. See, I don't. I'm not as down on it as y'all, but anyway, we'll <laughs> get there. 
Orton. Well, it's because this is your person. this is your this is your height. This is your Brian saga. It's your yeah. boy. Uh, so uh, HBK reluctantly counts the pin, but Daniel kicks out, and out comes H Triple H to a thunderous asshole chant. Uh, he jaw jacks with HBK, <laughs> claiming that Daniel was down for three before he kicked out. Inside the ring, Orton covers Brian, but HBK is distracted, so he can't count the pin. Then Orton comes to the, the side of the ring and yells at Sean. Orton and HBK get back on the ring, and Brian attempts to get Orton in the yes lock, but Orton fights out and hits Brian with his draping DDT. Brian inadvertently sends Orton into HBK. Since HBK has a ref shirt on, Jesus Christ accidentally typed in, since HBK has a ref shit on, uh, which <laughs> still fits. That means yep. he takes 1,000% more damage. Uh, so Triple H makes <laughs> oh, yeah. the officials open the door to the cell as Brian hits Orton with his flying knee finisher and covers him for a 10 count. Brian tries to revive HBK, but he's thrown out of the... Dude, he's thrown out of the way by Triple H. Brian, angry at the months of injustices done to him, sees his chance. He hypes up in the ring and hits Triple H with his flying knee as Triple H turns around to a huge pop and a yes chant. But that was his fatal mistake. He took out Triple H, who, regardless of everything else, is still Shawn Michaels' best friend, his brother. Shawn, almost reflexively, hits Brian with the sweet chin music. Orton scrambles over, makes the cover, and HBK reluctantly makes the count. Randy Orton wins the vacated championship in 2204. Okay. Now, I feel like that is... Okay, so, in a vacuum, I think that's a really interesting ending. Because HBK didn't want to hit him like that it was a reflex thing it gave us the moment that we all wanted which was daniel finally taking out triple h in a vacuum yeah. that's interesting and it tells a good story <coughs> if it's not the end of the feud but next month randy's wrestling big show so and also like, the night after this sean like tries to play it off like on a big deal and brian isn't taking it so sean can the quickest like neck snapping turns ever just goes, listen, you little puke. You should be happy. I even got you into this company kind of shit. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. And they just did the that. So what did Brian, you just do and say it's, it, it, they just did that. So Brian could put HBK in the yes lock and get the pop from the crowd and get his heat back. Cause yeah, that also which, happened. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. But, I, I don't think that was a good decision personally, but like, but. I think that before that moment, it's a really fun match. Those two were like, Sure. Those who put on a really good match, like right up until it was like the a good match. Like, I don't want to. Yeah, like, but, this yeah. this is this will be my thing for you know all four matches. What we talked about in SummerSlam, it's a good match. It's just the ending story wise and where they went with it is just never going to sit well with me. That's just that's it. So, okay, noobs. So I did the. I counted this shit. I looked back. There is five minutes and twenty five seconds. Of JBL not saying a word during oh, this wow. match. Looking back, huh. you notice how terrible JBL is. Just he's a terrible heel commentator. He's so bad. Because, he's so bad. Because during those five and a half minutes, I'm rounding up because fuck him. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't deserve yeah. those five seconds. No one aside from Cole said a word for two minutes. Cole mentions Triple H distracting Shawn Michaels earlier, and I was expecting JBL to make a comment like, quote, he wasn't doing that. He was making sure he was doing his job. Yeah. Unquote. Like, like you would hear Corey Graves do today, like, yeah. to help the heel. All JBL did was sit there and wait to promote himself. Yep. He said nothing 
during those five and a half minutes. Yep. He's he was so he had one moment. He had one moment where uh Daniel Bryan was starting to get some momentum and he just mutters, This isn't good. Yeah. That's <laughs> all he says. Yeah. In five and a half minutes as a commentator. Yep. He it's didn't so commentate. Yeah, he's God, he was so bad. He was so bad. Is that a year of him being just, back? It is so asinine, and I'm so glad that he's going off and doing some good whatever deeds he's because doing now, whatever he's, he's doing now is for charity. Be away from the WWE. Yes. yes. Unless you're here to throw a, clo- a clothesline to someone, JBL, yep. I don't want you here. Yep. Yeah, I really it's, don't. It's so it's so bad. Bring it's so back weird. Bradshaw. Yeah. Let him, yeah. let him do that WrestleMania X7 promo again. For love of right? Like what the fuck? Also, um, I want I want that, by the way. Yeah. Uh sorry. Also knew he did not touch that ball. I know he didn't. He, he didn't, didn't touch <laughs> he didn't touch that ball. Like it's well, we're still on the topic yeah. of JBL real quick. And there it um, is. Talking about yep. um, there were questions that people had for some wrestle Bruce Pritchard about that. And I would love to hear a whole episode about Pritchard talking about the JBL uh, character change and title run. I'd yeah. really I mean, we're going to we're you're going to get it soon because they're now starting to do the 15-year anniversaries for the 2004 stuff. Okay, they're so going they're going to get that. Eventually. You're right. going to uh, although, get that I, soon. I got yeah, confirmation cool. from Conrad at his Reddit AMA. They're going to do St. Valentine's Day Massacre as well, coming up. Because it's the 20th anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. I'm lucky. I'm nice. happy to have that. But so, so overall, this show, like, oh. not great. Not great. Uh... <laughs> it's gonna um, be worse, but not great. No, man, well, it's know. gonna be great. I, I think it's this. all uphill. From here. Like yeah. what we're watching. Uh, uh like, EC think... Chamber has to disagree with that, but okay. I, think I called it EC about, Chamber. Dude. I just realized Whoa. it. Elimination Chamber is a great show. It's got the Shield versus the Whites, and that Elimination Chamber match is really fun. I mean, those two matches are tre- yeah. tremendous, but let's it, be honest. Do you remember has, the last? Do you remember the it, first two hours? It it also has Big E versus Jack Swagger and the New Age Outlaws and Titus O'Neil versus Darren Young. Yeah, it does. It is kind of two matches propping up. It the rest also of the show, has that bad news. Matches. It also has that bad news Barrett bit where he's on a podium. Oh, bad news Barrett's the best. Um, but I still I still think it's better than this show. Um, it has higher highs than this show. This show had much a, higher highs. Had a tag match, and but yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's so weird. Anything else? Uh, anybody have any other lasting uh comments um, or opinions or? It's fine. I honestly, I think it's worth watching the Randy Orton and Daniel Bryan match up and like because up until the end, great match, really fun. Uh, oh, and I think I the got- end's good, but they don't capitalize on it. You know that you know the music that they usually play when the Hell in a Cell is lowered. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. they should have like a lighter music when it raises. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just like, oh no, it should be like. A, just, it should be got, like. A, I mean, it's got thing. Um. Uh. Uh. WCW back in the day. Uh, their Hell in a Cell lowering music was just like generic, upbeat, poppy, like 80s game show music. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just have some of that. So good. Uh, but That'd yeah, be great. Was, I think um, it was a fun show overall. I don't know. It's, I, I, I request the opening of next episode. I request the um, a moment etched forever in time speech uh, from Ed in Seattle while they're all just roaring oh, Daniel man. Bryan over Triple H. I, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. You open yeah. with that, sir. Because yes. that is where okay. we should that really does happen begin. Between now and... Boy, yeah, I'm yep. going to I'm gonna have a hell of an intro next time because there's a lot to go over there. But not yep. much to do with Daniel Bryan. Because he <laughs> spun his wheels for three months. Yep. Uh, B-plus player at best is never going to get anywhere. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, next time we have Elimination Chamber, which... Which, if things. you're talking, if you're talking terrible, um, uh, what should we call it? Terrible posters. Holy shit! Oh, is that's it the terrible. one with Stephanie, right? Yeah, Stephanie, Stephanie on it, who does it, who is not on the card face. at all. Yeah, but I mean, it's that's, so funny. That's a standard thing, though. Like the Hell in a Cell poster is our truth in a suit. Like they make these posters so early, but yeah, and and it kind of works because like she's she's supposed to be like a puppet master because she's the authority and she is like controlling everybody in the match. Because she's pulling all the strings. Because she's the evil heel uh, authority yeah. member. Uh, but it's not a but good poster. But it doesn't. It's not a good poster. Uh, also, uh, this is a pretty big moment. Because this was the last day. Elimination Chamber, 20, February 23rd, 2014, was the last day that we would ever not have the WWE Network. Yep. It launched I, the next day. I remember fucking Kane being on live for one of the old or for the for the um uh uh morning show that I still listen to to this day. He was there like promoting oh, yeah, this was in it. Minneapolis. Yeah, because the elimination chamber was in Minneapolis and it was just this weird thing of like oh yeah, that's still a thing like because I was kind of still out of yeah. wrestling at that point. Yeah. And I'm just like right. looking at it and I'm just like wait a minute, they're doing what? Yeah. And like with who? It was well. No, the the <laughs> network was definitely something that was like, oh, yeah, like it's that's wild, cool, right? yeah. Um, because it's like, even if you're not into it, it's kind of like the new uh, the new Shonen Jump thing where it's like, I don't really watch current wrestling, but like everything ever I could get for ten dollars. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, so we will get there in two weeks. Uh, uh, so yeah, it's Hell in a Cell. It's it's weird because it's like the it's them pressing pause on Daniel Bryan. It was supposed so because like the, the 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 idea was, and for a long time like the the melts of rumors and all that was oh no it was going to be Sheamus versus Daniel at WrestleMania thirty, and yep. I always a thought, rematch like, oh, sure sure whatever sure until in his book Sheamus or Daniel Bryan says yeah it was going to be me and Sheamus at WrestleMania yep. thirty. Yep. Like, he confirmed that in his book. Uh, yep. Really? Yeah, yeah. That was the plan. It was a big deal. Because here's the thing. I do think the story of Daniel Bryan from SummerSlam to WrestleMania 30 is one of the best wrestling stories ever told. But it's not because the people telling. Like, it's not. It's because it's it's a story you could only have in wrestling. And it's a story that can only work in wrestling. Because it is it is this story that works so well because the storytellers kind of had it ripped out of their hands and molded for them. This is uh, organically pressured for sure. Yeah, for it was a part. very organic and, thing. It's great. And the moment beyond anything that started it was, like I said, was the Seattle was, show. Like that was, starts yep, it. The show and in Seattle. Then, and then just booing Rey Mysterio was the what, that. Yeah, those booing two. Ray those are the triggers at the Rumble. 
I Triple man. H couldn't speak during Seattle, and then they boo Ray because he's not Daniel Bryan. That's all they that had. was. They're like, oh shit! I. It had to happen though, noobs. That was it one of the pay per views that I watched. Like. Oh, off of man. this run, like I, I wanted Ooh, to watch it just because I love Royal Rumble yeah. pay per views because they're yes. always just such a tremendous and a fun thing. Rumble match, and that's in, it in, is. in general, it's a fun Rumble match. But like, I watched that one live with about ten different people. We all like I went uh, to my friend yes. Josh's house in Huntsville, and we got a bunch of people together. and We bought the pay per view, and it was because before that year, I, I went into that match and I was like, we all had our bold predictions, right? And I said my prediction. Roman Reigns is going to break Kane's streak for most uh, break oh, Kane's record for most eliminations. That. You I called that before the Rumble. I called yeah, it. because of the Survivor Series match, you were yeah. pretty I, like, sure he was I getting well up. Hundred yeah. percent called that, and yeah. um, that's awesome. And uh, uh, we watched it. We still had a great time, and we had a ton of fun watching that Rumble because Rumbles are great. Uh, yep. But and you know it always falls on my birthday, so that's why yep. I got it, and it was and, it was good. But then as we got later in the show, like I just got this pit in my gut over like I just kept it grew and it grew and it grew, and then booyaka booyaka, I just oh oh yeah, no. you could tell yep. the crowd was hungry or was thirsty yep. for Brian to come out, yeah, and, that, yep. and yep. N- when nothing oh. hit, oh. It that, was rough. Oh, it was evil. Oof. Yep. But it ended up being great. Uh, also, well, since we're talking about the Rumble, suppose we should talk about... This will... Actually, this is what we're what about to talk this about. This is pretty good timing. Well, happen before uh, yep. our Elimination Chamber episode. Uh, so, next Sunday is the Royal Rumble. We enjoy the Royal Rumble here at uh, at Pastamania headquarters. Uh, it's one of our Wait, favorite shows. Spoiler of the year. alert! Like shocker yeah. of the century. Yeah. Um. So we do. We're gonna do two interesting things. One, we are going to. Uh, we're gonna do the picks and everything off mic. But I do want to get together. Uh. When we when I get tabulate all the scores. Uh. We're doing a we're doing a Royal Rumble draft, and what that is, it's gonna be three of us and my friend Josh and. It is we each pick five people uh, currently on the roster, and then one. I'm pretty extra sure pick. Cheese would be up for that. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. He's um, not so busy being Funaki. Uh, we we do that, and uh, you get you pick five people in the roster, and you get one person who isn't uh, announced or on the roster as your surprise pick. You get one point for every minute they're in the rumble. You get five points for every elimination. 25 points if your surprise entrant shows up and 50 points for a, for a win. Really fun. Great little fantasy draft. Uh, highly recommend it. And then we're going to do something uh, fun and challenging for me, but like that's just me. Uh, we're going to record us watching the Rumble. Uh, we're going to get together. It's not just going to be us. It's probably going to be a whole bunch of people. Uh, and when the Rumble yeah. starts, uh, we're going to... I'm gonna. We're gonna sync up. I'm gonna hit record, and I'm gonna introduce everybody. And so, I want it to be listenable, whether you are watching the Rumble or not. You can like sync it up with the Rumble and hit play and watch it, even if you don't want to. I want you to be able to listen to it and and still enjoy it and understand what's happening. So, yeah. I'm gonna be Michael Cole, like calling out entrances and mostly just like entrances and um. Uh, eliminations in between us all just being dumb and yelling about the rumble because being dumb and yelling about the rumble is incredible amount of fun. 
Uh, so that's what we have planned for that. I'm very, ex- I'm very, very excited. It's uh, one week. I mean, <laughs> you're gonna get, you're gonna get a slightly intoxicated, probably intoxicated noobs on that oh, one because yeah. I have the day off the next day. So oh, yeah. oh, it's yeah. gonna be very entertaining to and just it's be the like, day before right. my birthday. No fucks are yeah. given. Oh, yeah, no. it's gonna be great. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm gonna have to try and keep this fucking train on the tracks, Arner. Oh, it's oh, gonna be bad. I'm gonna be like Corey Taylor, but worse. You wanna try that Brave. one again? Fuck. Okay. All right. Hey, he said he was every gonna do time. It. I'm already on it. I'm already on it. Listen, I have referred to, uh, um, who I referred to as Brett. I've referred to somebody as Brett Hart multiple times today. That's not named Brett Hart. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. That is so probably so this will be out on Wednesday, probably the Wednesday after, like two weeks in a row. So you're gonna get like three weeks in a row of stuff from us with a little bonus episode in the middle. It's gonna uh, be great, baby. I'm very excited. Uh, the Rumble's <laughs> great. I have okay, so right now, who's winning the Rumble? Jesse. <laughs> right now. Bray right Wyatt. Who? Bray Wyatt. What? Okay. Noobs. Leave me alone. Who's winning the Rumble? Seth Rollins, baby. Um you can get Rollins versus uh, Bri- or, um, uh, Finn Balor for the championship. Yeah. Uh, my ah. gut is Nakamura. There's there's no way Finn Balor wins. <laughs> beats, Brock, beats Brock for the title. Um, Badly. Also, okay, debatable on that because Balor flew to fucking England to do yeah. that match. And then the next week on Raw, he did yeah. a two-match yeah. thing he wrestled to two win matches in Memphis. for it. He yeah. is getting yeah. the AJ Styles treatment. I he is getting a big push. Fucking He's getting a big push. It's really nice. It's it feels good, but you yep. never know. Yeah, something in my gut still says. You never know. Brock could be Brock. I understand that. Yeah. <laughs> and also Vince. 14 could be Vince. coup de gras in a row yeah. and one F5. <laughs> and and uh and flow and fucking flow rider performs. All right. We'll be back. Uh thank you very much for listening. Adam, thank you who's gonna thank win the Jesse. Royal Rumble? Oh, I said uh, yeah. Nakamura. My guess oh, is yeah, that's right, that's right. Which is weird. I mean, I listen, weird. Listen, listen, it's interesting. Like, I don't know. Listen, they, I mean, they, honestly, no, they did wait, it it's cold. not that weird. Brian versus Nakamura yep. at Mania, Bingo. that's not that weird. Not that weird, also, you're right. they did that with Stone Cold. Stone Cold won the Rumble in 98, or 97, and they did not wrestle for the title at WrestleMania 13. Uh, because like he, because Shawn Michaels lost his smile, and he ended up wrestling a title match the next month that Sid ended up winning. So it ended up being Sid versus Undertaker. And then in '98, uh, Jesse died, and he won the Rumble, <laughs> and then went on to WrestleMania 14. Okay, that's it. Goodbye. We're dropping like flies. Oh God, the Rapture's coming. Oh God, somebody save me! Welcome, Welcome to my house, baby. Come